Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Hey, welcome to the All In Podcast Show. Today, I have a friend and special guest that uh, I've brought back because he has uh, such value that he's added to the world with what he's doing, helping people get their message out through the power of publishing. So welcome to the show, Rob, from Bestseller Publishing. Dan, good to be with you, my friend. It's uh, been too long. Yeah, definitely. So, so I know, um, you know, when we last did this, you know, a while back, you know, you were probably just starting the publishing thing. You might've been into a little while, right. Um, but obviously wow. you've done a lot. Was it that then. long ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been around four or five years, right. <laughs> At least. So, yeah, well, um, it's been 10 years now for uh, right. for the publishing stuff. So yeah, I right. mean, we're maybe ramping up bigger at that time. So it's yeah. maybe yeah. it's been longer for me and you. Maybe. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> so so time flies and we lose track of it. So yeah. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, I, you know, obviously just sharing with the listeners around like how you got started with what you're doing and honed in, because I know, you know, in this industry, a lot of people have a hard time dialing in, like, what's the thing yeah. I'm going to focus on? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, well, uh, you know, my, my story, I mean, I, I was in the real estate space in uh, the early two thousands and, and a long time prior to that and uh, got crushed in the, uh, you know, 2007 and 2008 financial debacle. Mm -hmm. We just couldn't, you know, close deals. And I had a good sized company. We we're doing a hundred million a year in transactions. And so three companies, uh, all of them failed. And, uh, you know, I was left there kind of licking my wounds and trying to figure out what the next iteration was. And uh, I was in a, a couple of masterminds and I was part of the Dan Kennedy world at that time in the uh, early 2000s. And I um, uh, asked a couple of people advice, Dan being one of them. Uh, if, you know, you were in a position like I'm in right now, I need to kind of rebrand myself, do something totally different, build authority in a new space. Uh, and I chose financial services. Uh, I said, how would you do it? And, um, and a couple of guys, Dan being one of them said, you know, I'd write a book. And, um, you know, I wrote my book life after debt, which, um, you know, uh, my old business partner who, you know, well, Mark mm -hmm. and I, uh, we use that book to grow uh, our financial services company. And, um, it started with uh, an interview on way FM in South Florida that got me a client. The very first day I was on radio, I uh, gave away the book for free. I didn't have any idea really what I was doing. Just said, let's give it away. And, um, you know, not long after, uh, we were spending 20000 a month on radio ads. I had my own radio show, live radio I did four times a week. Um, you know, uh, we had a bunch of sales guys that were taking calls all day, um, you know, for people that were wanting my book and and becoming clients. So, uh, you know, from there, people started asking me, how are you? This was 2009. So people started asking me, how are you blowing up your business? what's going on? Where's it coming from? And I just said, well, you know, I'll give you the same advice I got. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I think a book might help you. And I started helping people 
to do their books uh, more haphazardly in the beginning because we didn't know what we were doing back in 2010, 2011. Um, and then really kind of crystallized it and, and it blew up in, uh, uh, you know, I sold the financial services company and then just went all in on bestseller publishing in 2012. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things is you definitely have the radio voice, so that works. <laughs> yeah, I got a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, that's good. So um, so what what um, what do you believe is the drive for you of like why you enjoyed this business model and what you've decided to, you know, hitch your wagon to, you know, for the thing you've been consistent with? Yeah, you know, um, I think I've been led spiritually. Um, but there's a lot of things that I could do, I think, with the talents that God has given me. Um, I think as far as like this really bringing me satisfaction, it has to do with people like for the first time in, in, in their, maybe in some of them, their cases, many, many years, them actually like achieving this dream of having their own book, appearing on radio, television, like really becoming known as an authority in their field. And um, that's a really cool experience to help people with that. And I mean, we've, we've now, you know, uh, launched over a thousand best-selling books and about every field imaginable. And, um, you know, I, I mean, a, a real estate lady uh, that was referred to me messaged me this morning and said, Hey, it was great talking to you. I wonder if you could send me a few books that you've that you've helped people with. And I'm like, you know, well, we've helped people with over a thousand. I said, but I'll send you a few in the real estate space. And I mean, all these real estate influencers mm-hmm. that we've done books for that have blown up their business with their books that, you know, I mean, it's just, it's cool. It, it's like, it gives me a great sense of satisfaction. And obviously I support my family and, and my, my own personal ambitions from it, but I really do enjoy it. That's great. So, so what's the vision for, I mean, obviously you're, you're the company's successful with where you're at. I was, saw you holding up one of those plaques recently, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My 10X. That, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so obviously the business is growing. What's the, what's the, uh, the bigger vision for you? I, you know, I, you know, I'm asked that sometimes and now I've done a couple of interviews since I, I, I won the two comma club X, which actually I won it like several years ago, but I just never applied for the prize. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, ah, you know, I'm back in inner circle with Russell. Maybe I should just go ahead and do it. Um, you know, maybe I should be embarrassed. I I don't know that there is a bigger vision for me. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, I'm 57. And so maybe I'm not as ambitious as I used to be. Uh, My ambitions revolve around, you know, I've been married for 33 years. I got three kids. You know, I have incredible friendships. I live on the water here in St. Augustine. I play golf twice a week. Like my ambitions are to have a great company that like provides for my staff. And, you know, that's like my second family, my, my team at BSP that does a great job for my clients. And, you know, I don't need to make a hundred million dollars a year. Or, or do something like that to, uh, to feel like I'm, I'm successful and rich. I'm, right. I'm rich because of the things outside of money, my relationships, my spirituality, that those are the things that are really where real wealth is. So I don't know what the big vision is. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I, right. I imagine at some point I'll, I'll want to, I'll want to be done with what I'm doing, but you know, I, I don't, 
I don't know when that is. I'm I'm right. I'm pretty I'm pretty good. Right. Well, that's good. So what I'm hearing is is you know because you're living in your purpose and your calling, right? It's it's not that you're done. Like there's probably some things that will come up as you're going along, but yeah. you you know, but but you're uh you know you're living it. So like you know the vision yeah. is. Uh, you know, each day I get to do what I'm, you know, what I enjoy doing, right. And yeah. you know, enjoying life, family, you know, and, and the overall encompassing, because I think, you know, you see this in the, in the industry where people chase the money, right. And yeah. there's really no purpose behind it. Right. And it's just a money game for some people. Um, yeah. And usually those are short-lived, right. Um, those yeah. types of businesses. So. That's yeah. Good. I mean, I, you know, we could, you know, we, we could always do the, get the bigger house and the, but it's like, you know, I'm an empty nester at this point. You know what I mean? Like 3000 square feet is enough. And I have my own guest house and my office is, you know, I'm now hundred percent virtual because mm. that was a side effect of COVID, which honestly was a blessing in disguise to us. Um, Cause you know, I, I was able to move from California to Florida and I love Florida and it's, it's home for me. It's where I grew up. And uh, you know, we, we moved to St. Augustine with five other couples, lifelong friends of ours, my golf group, my, my golf buddies. Uh, and here we are, you know, I mean, so you, so you created an exodus out of California. <laughs> well, we, we certainly were part of it. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were certainly part of it. Uh, you know, which is kind of funny and I'm, you know, it's, as things come up, I'm, I'm trying new things. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I started, a. Uh, a little, um, a, not a side hustle, but another business with a, with a partner, because I, I really was intrigued by it. And she's a, a former client of mine. I, I did two books for her. And, um, and so we're actually doing something that I haven't seen anybody in the industry do. And that is um, book guaranteed speaking engagements for people. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's do a test. We did a test last year with just my clients, BSP clients, like I put a, a post on our private page and, you know, just had 20 people just gobble it up. I, I put it at a low fee mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, we started getting people like all these speaking engagements, people are thrilled with it. And I said, okay, let's go to the market with it. So just started running ads to it this week. The ads are just going bananas, mm -hmm. uh, which is great. Um, we just closed our first one uh, this week. And, uh, you know, we've got like a hundred apps, so I expect that we'll close a bunch more, but that's like fun. Like, okay. Right. I mean, if it, if it goes somewhere, then awesome. I mean, it, cause right. we're really meeting a need to market. If it doesn't, okay. We gave it a shot. No big deal. Right. That's good. Yeah. yeah so, so somebody, um, that's listening right now around, you know, that might be thinking about publishing a book, obviously the, you know, at the end of this, we'll tell them where to go for that, but what, yeah. um, what, what would be some steps or some things that you would want to share with them, right. And the, you know, on the process, cause I'm sure you've seen now with over a thousand books published, you know, you've probably seen some of the good, the bad and the ugly. Same mistakes over and over. <laughs> um, so, so the biggest mistakes that people make are, Number one, they don't niche down. Um, if you try to write a broad book, you're not going to get, it's like writing a broad ad. You, no mm -hmm. one's going to pay attention to it. So you need to niche down. And once you niche down, then you need to niche down again. Um, so as much as possible, uh, write in a niche. Uh, that's a big mistake that people make because everybody thinks, well, I just want to sell a million copies. So I'm going to write a success book. I'm going to write a book on overcoming trauma or fill in the blank. 
And it just doesn't work that way. They sell people sell a million books because they have 10 million followers. Uh, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton will sell millions of books because millions of people know who she is. No one knows who I am. No one knows who you are. Just a just a few, right? right. Very few. So niche down. Uh, be very very narrow with what you're going to write about. And um, and the other mistake is don't just write about your life. I mean, you know, no one wants to hear the Rob Cosberg story because they don't know who Rob Cosberg is. My kids don't even want to read the Rob Cosberg story because they think they know what the story is, right? Um, I'm not saying don't write your story, write it, but write your story with the purpose of like sharing the lessons of it, make it about the lessons and meeting people's needs and speak to people based on the needs, not based on this is the story of my life, right? Like one man's journey into who cares? No, no one cares, the journey, right? They got their own journey and they're freaking out about their own journey. If you can meet their needs and solve their problems and do that in the title and subtitle, then, then they'll be interested in your story as they, as they begin to read it, embrace it, learn it, that kind of thing. So those are a couple of mistakes. Try to avoid them. Right. Okay. So, um, so let's change gears up a little bit of how important family is. I know your, your father recently passed. Right. Yeah. And uh, he was a great man. I got to you know, know him personally and yes. work with him on a few things. And um, and, you know, the importance of that. I know we talked about this a little bit before around, you know, the finishing well and just yeah. just the importance of family and the importance of of, you know, just living a life worth living. Right. That's impacting yeah. others. So, you know, he's, uh, you know, uh, I'm just wondering like your experience, cause he was your father. You got to spend more time with him than I did. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, you know, what would you share with people around their relationships with their, you know, with their parents or, you know, significant other that could support them? Um, you know, I mean, it's an interesting thing. Like I think my dad was, uh, he was certainly a great man. Um, and it's even weird to talk about him in the past tense. Cause you know, mm-hmm. it's so fresh. But, um, you know, I think he did a lot of the same things that a lot of young men do when he was a young man. Um, He chased relationships. He was married and divorced four times. He chased money, um, you know, and so he like lived his life in the early years for his career and for money. These are common mistakes. Um, My dad recognized it early enough in life, I think, at least from the monetary standpoint, and began to build a great spiritual foundation. And that's when he, that's when he really, I think, um, changed and, and became who you know him as and who right. I uh, love him as. Um, I would say the, 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 you know, I guess we're talking mistakes again, um, right. not, not purposefully, but you know, I mean, I, I certainly did that. I, I think I probably repeated some of those same mistakes with my own mm-hmm. children. Uh, even though I haven't been married four times, I've only been married once and, and once is enough for me. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure I made some of those same mistakes with, with my kids. Um, and so, I mean, if you're a younger person, you know, the, what's going to matter is not going to be how much money you made or, um, you know, the, what seems so important right now around success, but it's going to be about the relationships and the depth of those relationships and, you know, the time that you've spent with those relationships that really matter in the end, right? No one is, no one is thinking about a business meeting that they missed when they're 
in their 60s, 70s, 80s. They're thinking about a ball game that they didn't go to of their kids, or they're thinking about a play or a recital or something. That's that's what the regret is. It is never about business. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously that the theme there around the patterns that we pick up, you know, in our upbringing, right? Because like you said, I saw the the finished yeah. polished version of your dad. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, you know, still a work in progress, not perfect, but, but just, sure. you know, an example, right. And, uh, you know, yeah. and what he, what he led and lived. So, you know, and, but seeing that, you know, you picked up patterns, right. Cause you have a different perspective of him because he, you spent time with him through that. And I got so, half of his genetic material, right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm ambitious. I'm, I'm right. an ambitious person. He's an ambitious, right. you know, it's like, I mean, whether they're patterns or, or genetics or, and probably a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, right. you know, I mean, I, it, it, none of, it, none of what I said is, is, uh, is about my dad's fault. Every decision that I made, I made every, right. everything that I chased, I chased. Right. Um, yeah. and you know, as you get older, you, you kind of look back and I think realize all of that. So yeah, there may have been some patterns that are recognized, but honestly, had I recognized them sooner, they might've helped me to avoid those same patterns in my own life. Right. If you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we usually, you know, they say with age comes wisdom. So, you know, yeah. eventually we catch yeah. on, right. <laughs> say, Oh, there's something here. Maybe, maybe, yeah, right. hopefully, <laughs> right. hopefully. Right. <laughs> That's good. So, um, so I was thinking about the, um, the, the problem I see in the publishing industry is a lot of people think they want it, they're going to write a book and then they're going to become an overnight success and sell millions right. of copies. Right. You touched on that earlier. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know you combine, you know, a combination of, you know, writing a book with the purpose of obviously being able to build a business around it. Right. Like, yes. you, like your experience with the financial services company and, and everything else. Um, I, I, you know, there's not too many people out there teaching it from that perspective, right. Or even talking about it from my knowledge, like there's usually the publishers that, you know, publish your book and you know, it's X amount of dollars and there it is. Right. But then you have yeah. to figure out how to market it. Right. Um, and there's a right. lot of broke authors out there. Right. So almost so, all, almost yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So talk, just talk about the methodology as we transition towards the end here around, you know, what you do with your company and, and how you position people as those authorities. So I think that's important for people to understand the differentiation of that. Yeah, I, I think I think there's two primary reasons to write a book. One is just because you're passionate about what you're writing about. And you're writing it for your passion, not expecting anything from it. The other reason to write a book is to make money, to, to grow a business, and um, to, to use the authority and the credibility that comes from the authorship of that book to do more of whatever it is that you do. And so, you know, if, if you're passionate about success and you want to write a success book and your only means of making money from that book is going to be by the sales of that book, then you're probably going to be one of those broke authors, or maybe you already have money and, you know, uh, it's not about the book. So with our clients, it's like really simple. People come to us because they want to plan to build a business or they have a, a, a thriving business they want to take to the next level using their book. And so the book is the monetization of the book is about three things, lead generation, speaking engagements, and media. And that's it. And everything else falls within that umbrella, using the book for those things. Now, there's a hundred ways to use your book for lead generation. 
There's a hundred ways to use your book for speaking and for PR and media. You don't have to use it all hundred ways. You can just pick one or two. I speak all the time and I never leave my house. I do webinars, I do challenges, I do workshops, and I do it right here. I got a standing desk, I stand up, I do my thing. Uh, other people, well, they want to be on the road. I don't. I want to go to bed. I want to see my dogs. I want to spend time with my wife. I want to play golf tomorrow, you know, that kind of thing. So, so there's a hundred different ways to do it, but it's all under the umbrella of lead gen speaking and PR for our clients. That's great. Cause I think there's definitely a miscommunication of that in the marketplace with the traditional publisher versus, you know, what we do here and what you do here with this specific thing and why you've had success is because, you know, obviously helping people be able to get that book out there to get the speaking gigs and grow their business is the result that they really want, right? They just don't know yeah. how to put those things together. Most people. So that's good. Yeah. You know, so, if, if yeah. you ask someone that was traditionally published or published period, forget traditionally <laughs> published, right? Nine out of 10 of them are unhappy with their publisher. Right. <laughs> and they're unhappy for one reason. They're unhappy because their book didn't sell enough and their publisher didn't do enough to sell the book. Mm -hmm. So we tell our, all our clients are happy with us because we tell them right in the beginning, you're not going to make money selling your book. <laughs> and, and then if they do, they're like thrilled. They're like, oh, you told me I wasn't going to make any money. I made 2000 bucks this month. Congratulations. Now go use the book to get what, what you really want, which is more clients, more speaking, more leads, that kind of thing. So yeah, it's, it's the, the publishers set their clients up for failure by, you know, singing a song that they're going to make money from the book and they're just not in most cases. Definitely. Okay. So as we get ready to close here, right, what's, what's some parting words of wisdom, you know, something that you would want to share with people that's on your heart. Well, I, I would probably say if we're talking about the book stuff, uh, mm -hmm. I would say um, most of the clients that come to us have been wanting to write a book for years, some for decades. Um, you know, don't die with your book inside you. Like you don't need me to write your book, write your book. But if you can't write your book without me or a company like mine, then pay the money and get it done. You're never going to miss the money. Uh, when you're older, you're going to miss the fact that you didn't write the book. You didn't write hmm. the things that, that you wanted. Um, and I, I guess I would say that from a spiritual family, spiritual kind of the other end of our conversation, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's similar, like, you know, as you, as you get older, the things that are important to you are, I think tend to be like the better things. Um, you know, time is, is important time with loved ones. Uh, you know, two of my children live in California. I don't talk to them as much as I would like, you know, um, 90% of your time with your kids is gone by the time they're 18 because they, they leave the house, they go to college, they, and it, 90% of the time you're going to spend with them now, now for the rest of their life, it's only going to be that 10% spread out over 50 years or, or however long. So it's like, you know, um, invest in the things that are important to you. Uh, and, and often it, it has less to do with the money and more to do with the time and the, and the relationships. So anyway, uh, yeah, my, my, my philosophy. Yeah. Great words of wisdom. Definitely some great insights that we could turn into a whole separate training in it of itself. Right. <laughs> that, a lot there. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so how do people find out more about you and best, best seller publishing? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm. They can they can just Google bestseller publishing. But I would say, um, if they want a free copy of my book, my book's a Wall Street Journal USA Today bestseller. Mm -hmm. um, they can get a copy of it at publishproprofit.com. Uh, we do a free plus shipping thing. So mm -hmm. you can buy it on Amazon for like 20 bucks, or you can get it from me, uh, just pay a small shipping fee and we'll ship it to you. And we'll make some other offers to you as well, but you don't have to, you don't have to buy those, uh, unless you want to. And, and, uh, that'll, that'll, uh, begin in, in many cases, maybe the journey of writing your book. Okay. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thanks, and, Dan. Uh, Thanks for asking. Good to, good to see you again. All right. Likewise. Great seeing you again, Rob. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.